Fast Break, Andy Olsen joined by Illini legend Corey Bradford. We are just hours after the game against Northwestern, so it's fresh in our minds. We can give you the hot takes and, and everything we felt watching the game. Corey, we start with a great first half performance from right. Illinois. Just what are your thoughts on how they came out in the second half and just the, the guts that they needed to get the win. Well, a win is a win. We'll take it. You know, I mean, we're, we're first place right now, but um, right now we've been a team of one half, and uh, we had a really good opening half, of course. In the second half, things kind of went downhill, but we was able to make some uh, some 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 free throws and, I, you know, actually take care of the ball at the end, at the down stretch, and, and pull away with it. One of the biggest performances, at least in my mind, was freshman R.J. Melendez. Right. It seems like... People have been talking about him a lot. He had some minutes against Purdue, had a good game last time out against Northwestern a few weeks ago. What did you make of how far that he's grown this season to, to get to the point where he's you know, 17 minutes against a pretty good right. Northwestern squad and what he was able to do today? I mean, he was just pure energy, and that's what he's been bringing in practice. Coaches noticed that he's been playing well, shooting the ball well, and his attitude has been extremely positive, and it's been showing out there. He's gave us a huge spark. Uh, Grants has been, you know, uh, making shots of late, but then again, you got a young guy that stepped in and made some shots and made some plays down the stretch and knocked down some key free throws and made it a two-possession game, and we didn't look back from there. Yeah, 100% uh, from the free throw line, six of six. Mm -hmm. Kofi Coburn, also a big day as well, 19 points, 15 rebounds, 11 drawn fouls from the big man. It seems like Surprise, he, was getting, right? he was getting hacked, <laughs> it seemed like, every time he was down there. What'd you make of his bounce back performance after being a little bit off against Purdue. It wasn't too bad. I mean, we made some turnovers down the stretch, but again, that's expected when you got triple teams coming at you and hands flying everywhere. And sometimes, you know, they get away with fouls. Sometimes they um, they make those calls and stuff. So again, you know, it came down a stretch. It was a lot of turnovers as a team, but at the end of the day, we're always going to take that ugly win over a pretty loss. Yeah, and I know we're focusing on Northwestern because that was the most recent game, but mm -hmm. Illinois have had a few good games in this stretch, a big win. At Indiana, of course, the game against Purdue. Right. They come out of that Wisconsin-Indiana-Purdue stretch, 2-1 and one, and in first place. Now, after a couple of losses around you in the Big Ten standings, they're all by themselves in first place. What do you make of those past two weeks and going 3-1 and one in those two weeks and, and still being on top of the Big Ten at this point? Well, I mean, it's, it tells you about the Big Ten. The Big Ten has just been strange. You know, um, you got, you know, Purdue losing at Indiana and then we go in and, 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 and really put the put the hurt on Indiana at home and then obviously we go to Purdue uh, played one good half and that second half they really pounded on us and um, and then obviously this Northwestern game was a huge bounce back for us which was great so now we just got to take it one game at a time one possession at a time and uh, hopefully we can stay healthy and things continue to go smoothly and, and, and it's in a day we got to always correct those mistakes and hopefully those mistakes don't continue to make more and more and more mistakes. Speaking of health, Andre Curbelo working his way back into the lineup after being in health and safety protocols and before that, of course, missing a month and a half with the concussion cord. What have you seen from your perspective, him trying to get that chemistry back with the team? Because it doesn't seem like it's where it was last season. I'm sure that it has a lot to do with if you're out, you don't get the time to, to build that chemistry with the guys that you're playing with uh, every night. It's, it's frustrating. It's tough for a player, you know, to, to, to be out so long, and then you finally get back, and then boom, you're right back out and stuff. So mentally, it's, it's, it, can be, it can be real tough for a player and stuff. But I think he's been in a positive note, and he's still kind of showing a little frustration. But that's why you got teammates and coaches around to kind of pick you up, and you got guys that stepping in to help you when you're down. How hard is that to then work on that chemistry that you weren't developing in that non-conference part of the season and have to do it now with the most important part? Well, I mean, you just got to continue to push forward and again, continue to have um, the same mindset they've been having. And I think they've been building 
they're taking steps forward. Now, obviously, we're going to make mistakes, but you have to learn learn from those mistakes. And um, you know, again, just continue to take it one game at a time and one step at a time. So we got a handful of games left, and I think um, if they do that and continue to have that mindset, trust each other, trust the process, trust the game plan, I think we can possibly be Big Ten champions this year. And Trent Frazier looked good after being mm -hmm. uh, out or went down at the end of that right. Purdue game. It didn't seem like he had anything wrong with him tonight, right. and he's had a good stretch of games here going in a row. How important is Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams, the guys who have been around this program for five years, to the recent run of success that they've been on, not just this season, but last season as well, and just keeping the, the, the train moving almost because they've had their freshman moments and now – Four years later, they're right. still playing college ball. I mean, yes. it, it looks like it's helping them out a ton in, at this point in the year. Yeah, they're old guys now, and I think the guys are really um, um, really taking notice to really looking at those guys and, and continue to go off their leadership. And they're doing a great job of being positive with uh, amongst each other and knowing how to communicate with certain players. You can't communicate with this guy a certain way compared to this kid and stuff like that. And, and again, we have a really good, talented young bunch, you know, and those freshmen, and they're really, really soaking everything in from those older guys. That's exactly what I wanted to ask you about. Do you, do you remember in your time who that guy was for you when you were young, who was that senior leader that, like, Trent and DeMonte can be for guys like R.J., Luke and Brandon at this point in the year? Well, I was lucky. I came in during a time where we had about seven seniors with Matt Hellman and Hester and Kevin Turner and Jerry G and those guys. I had, I was so lucky to to get that better relationship from those guys. And obviously we, we were babies when we actually got a chance <laughs> to play with each other. But as we know, um, after that Big Ten tournament raid, my, my freshman year, we just continued to build from there and just never looked back. Yeah. And now, I mean, Brad is been very complimentary of those three freshmen, so it should yeah. be very exciting where they go from uh, this point in their careers. Mm -hmm. Six games left now for the Illini. They go mm -hmm. to Rutgers next week, and then they have a couple of tough games. Ohio State coming to Champaign. Mm -hmm. They're also at Michigan State. Corey, what do you make about that stretch? Because there's two big games in there against other top five teams in the Big Ten where uh, a championship can be won or lost. Right. I mean, obviously we can't look ahead. Um, I think just have to take it one game at a time. Right now, we just got to look at the next opponent at hand and really definitely take care of home court. But we got to get those wins on the road in order to become champions, and that's what it's going to take. You have to be able to, 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 to win on the road and, and, and pull off those tough road wins, and, and that's, that's when you, you're able to cut down those nets, and that's what matters the most. Since the last time we talked a few weeks ago, has your opinion changed on how championship caliber this team can be this year, or are there chances of going on and winning the Big Ten title? They just have to continue to stay on the path they're in. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to look pretty at times, but at the end of the day, is the end result is about getting W's, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, and they've been grinding out a few of these in a row. I, I mean, right. Indiana was the big win. Wisconsin ended up getting a little bit closer than I think they would have wanted there at the end. Same with Northwestern tonight. Well, it should be a really fun and interesting end of the season. All right. What is a game in those last six that you're most looking forward to? For me... I want to say Rutgers because they have been knocking off, it seems like, everyone recently, even though they have a bad few non-conference right. losses. They're a good team. I mean, it's the Big Ten. The Big Ten is weird right now. You know, it's like, you know, you got uh, Purdue putting a whooping on us at home, and then they go to Michigan and get smacked. So it's <laughs> like you just never know what team is going to show up, and it's all about being consistent at this point. And right now, I don't think any team in the Big Ten has really been showing consistent on a winning basis, except, you know, Purdue and and. and of course, Orange and Blue, with the of course. Orange and so, Blue. <laughs> so this is who we're pulling for at the end of the day. And I think um, at the end of the day, the, the game I'm looking forward to is that Iowa game because oh. hopefully that game 
will be cutting down soon. So <laughs> that's the only one I'm looking for. That's going to be one that I'm sure a lot of fans yeah. are looking forward to as well. Here's something I want to get your opinion on. Brett and I have talked about how many losses we think the Big Ten champion is going to have this year. Now, this conversation was before Wisconsin and Purdue got their fourth loss. Yeah. We said four was probably going to do it. Five, you probably couldn't get a share of that title if you had five losses. Now it's looking like it's definitely possible to win a Big Ten title with five losses. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's... Yeah, and, and again, that's that's a possibility, and it just tells you how strange the Big Ten has been this year. Whoever thought we'd come out like, oh, yeah, the Big Ten championship, yeah, we lost five games. What? <laughs> you know, so uh, we, we just have to see it. In the game, we just have to worry about Illinois basketball and what we have to do with the task and, and just go out there and just win day in and day out. And that's, I'm sure, the five losses strange for you, a guy who played 18-game conference schedules as well. <laughs> you're, you're not used to it. Five losses. You would have been, let's see, I can do math, 13 and 5 at that point. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and they definitely wouldn't be champions of the Big Ten. Absolutely you not. All right, last question for <laughs> you. I want to know your thoughts on your senior year team, Big Ten champs. I mean, you, you were part of a few versus this year team right now. Who would win? For us, uh, for me, I mean, obviously I'm going to go with my team because, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're the type of bunch, you know, no matter – how good of a shooting team you were, no matter how talented, how fast, how deep you were, our whole motto, motto with our team was out-tough them. That's it, point blank, out-tough you. And, um, and from our standpoint, no team was tougher than us. I love that. I love that you're going with your own team. You still love this year's team. You love those guys. Oh, love them to death. And, they, and, they're, and they're leaning towards that. And they're, and they're tough guys. You know I mean? They've been through a lot, obviously, mentally with COVID going on and stuff like that. But again, the, the presence of the fans and, and being able to play the game they love to do. I mean, it's... It's, um, it's fun to watch and see these guys develop, so I think everything's going to be okay. And it's a tough group. It's a tough group. they got to be tough. All right, Corey. Love talking to you. We love your perspective. Thanks it. for joining us Thank you. on the Sunday Fast Break. We'll see you back here in a few weeks. I hope you enjoyed the game, and it should be a fun couple of weeks coming up. Thanks, Corey. Thank you.